Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Road to 30 Podcast. I am Isaac and this week we finally got in somebody to come and talk to us from one of our favorite apps. So this is going to be an interesting episode, hopefully. Before we introduce our guest though, um, are you okay darling? You sound dull. I'm fine. Are you sure? I'm okay. Are you sure? I'm okay. I'm fine. This year has been very surprising, hasn't it? I mean, fair enough. Um, um, I hope you guys have been liking our videos, though. Oh yeah, we we Thank put so up we put up everything. some videos for you guys, so we hope you guys you know watch it. We hope you watch it after actually. <laughs> Might be interesting for you. Yeah. So yeah, um, couple things just to talk about this week. Uh, Kiki Modi got an Emmy nomination. Everybody was happy about that. So, Congratulations yay. to her. She deserves it. Yeah, she does. Um, then I found out that Aja Okuta still is actually starting to work. Did you guys hear that? No, no, no. For real, it's actually starting to What's work. What's Aja Okuta still complex. It's legit starting to work. Like a part of it has started producing still. So they are now doing small scale production of still by twenty twenty one. They should be at 70% capacity. Sorry, I'm very clueless about that. I don't know what that's about. That's the White Elephant Steel project we built in the 60s by USSR, but we never commissioned. So we just said commissioning it. Yes, it's actually, yeah, Buhari's government is actually getting it to work. Seems to like place emphasis on Buhari's government. Oh, yeah, because um, as bad as they are, we never talk about the good things they try to do, you know. We have to be we have to be unbiased. Right, okay. I mean that you can't really talk about like the good if everybody's dead. I mean you can still look at what I mean, sure, we are die we're dead, but hey, we're producing steel. Silver lining. And the <laughs> Lagos Ibadan Relay um stuff is working. So you can now have sixteen journeys between Lagos and Ibadan. So I heard I'll every see you day. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see I'll You see, but these these are good things that, you know, they are trying to do. Sure. You guys are just biased. Until we see it now. We'll have to see it work. We'll have to see that what they, you know, really? what they started working on is actually going to work. You sound like a hater. You, you legit excited. sound like a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm just saying that I sound like someone who has been disappointed. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, that's like the story of the average Nigerian. And then, anyways, finally, um, my long-distance mentor, I don't know him, he doesn't know me, but I see him as a mentor. It was his birthday this week, about to Deco. Do you guys know who that is? No. Oh, he's one of Nigeria's foremost industrialists. So he's the owner of Honeyflower, was once on the board of Echo Bank, Airtel, almost every company you can think of, really. Happy so, birthday yeah. to him. Yeah, he turned 77. He's an old man. You guys should read on him. Do so you guys communicate? No, I don't know him, but I from afar I see him as a mentor. Mm-hmm. I want to walk in his footsteps in industrialization. Okay. Yeah, he's he, reaching out to him. He's probably never going to listen. I'm, not, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just yeah. But the thing is, what you want. if there was a Nigerian conglomerate in quote apart from Dangote, it's his. But yeah. Anyways, without you know bantering on so much this week we have a special guest with us guys so please can you introduce yourself okay my name is ferami if i wasn't writing content for cowrie wise <laughs> i'll be cooking so yeah basically i'm a product marketer at cowrie wise and i run a small outfit that makes your burgers knife rice oh okay yes. 
I didn't oh, know that. That's amazing. Do you guys do delivery? Yes, we do. So maybe you want to order from people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, product market at Kauri Wise, creative guy at Knife Rice. That's some rice Does your do. um business have a? Do you have a business partner that we know? I don't know how he can I'm know that. You know, I feel like I've I've heard knife fries before. Yeah, I, probably. It's, the idea, be, like the suya thing. Oh yeah, so there, there are a couple of other brands that make suya burger also. But oh, okay. this this particular one, if you use Twitter a lot, you might have seen it probably. Mm-hmm. We're right. talking about it online. It has a yellow sticker and stuff like that. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. What made you do um, like food? It's not an easy business. I agree. Yeah. So interestingly, I started the business in 2013, failed, mm-hmm. and I brought it back uh, this year. Yes, because a friend started a salon and we decided to come together. And, okay, yeah, I'll run the food part. You run the salon part. Yeah. Get the space and everything. But my first experience with food was when I was say 11. Mm-hmm. Some guests came to the house. There was no food for them to eat. I was like, let's just try hands. Yes, I've been watching it happen, and that's how everything started. So since then, it's been. A desire to always like create new fusions. You okay. have this, you have that. Yeah. That's what you can make with it. That's why you have the Suya burger. Apparently, I didn't even know that it existed before I started. Did it. But there was this idea in school, or in school, it's called a risky burger where you buy bread and egg. The guy mm. fries your egg with suya and puts it in between the bread. Ooh. Oh. And he presses it on a pan for you, and you're like, okay, risky burger. Okay. That idea just followed me and I'm like okay, let's try it out ah so you built on from that's that awesome. that's nice yeah. that's nice i mean but like isn't you know you said you feel you feel that it the first time so mm-hmm. like what gave you like confidence to do it again i was scared so <laughs> i i took lessons from the earlier time first mm-hmm. lessons were don't hold business money mm-hmm. get someone who would help you hold it like an accountability partner mm-hmm. get a mentor that you can always like defer to okay. and um Lastly, be good with your finances. Know your pricing. Don't sell when you don't know your cost price and you don't know your profit margins. Because then I was just like, okay, let's just sell food. Mm-hmm. Had an idea, and there's something having an idea of your cost and knowing exactly what mm-hmm. to cost you to make. Yeah. So those three basically things were what I fixed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how's it been so far? It's been stressful. Okay. <laughs> it's a business. We should business with. Another than being a product marketer at somewhere that serves hundreds of thousands of people at the same right. time. It can't be easy. Do you sleep? Yeah, I do. So <laughs> what I what I did was when I started, I so it's been on for about over seven months now. Mm-hmm. I was when I used to cook at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Then I got a partner that handles the cooking and all. I just handle the financial aspect. Just look at the okay, finances. Okay. I don't have access to money and it's painful though. <laughs> but I handle like the models and I know exactly how much we are making, how much should be here, how much mm-hmm. should be for gold. So I can do that basically at night okay. before I sleep. Okay. So yeah, I still sleep. I sleep for nine hours basically. Nine? So, Sometimes. Well, some days, some days I'm up for like three days. Oh, okay. fair enough. But I can mm-hmm. sleep for nine hours. By... Sometimes those three days I'm watching Netflix. <laughs> it's worth nine. it. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, so like you're not involved in the regular day to day running of it, just the um like the cooking. You know, yeah, I've stopped that now. Okay. But I follow up doing the like, hey guys, how is it going over mm-hmm. there? What's happening? Mm-hmm. I'm having any issues because I negotiated the delivery deals with our delivery partners. So that's what. Yeah. What kind of like issues do like um people that do like food, 
the kind of food business? Like, what kind of issues like do you run into? Two issues: storage and deliveries. Mm. Storage and hmm, well, delivery I can understand. Storage. So, in the sense that probably last three weeks you were having hundred hundred orders per day, mm-hmm. and you just assume that okay, it's been three weeks. Let's try the fourth week, and mm. you have one small freezer. So that inventory management, to be sure that you don't buy more than what you need and it starts to spoil. Because we had issues of things expiring at the store. Mm. All right. And look, they were expiring today. Nobody had to see that anything that day. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> that's madness. That in, so the major thing is inventory management and logistics. Those are the major issues you want to face. And of course, um, customer relations on Twitter, Instagram, mm. because most of us are basically social entrepreneurs. Yeah. People are interacting with us on social media. How do you handle? those interactions has been quite easy for me because i mean i've had like over like six years of experience with product marketing and mm-hmm. three years with carry wise so okay that's been that easy for me oh fair enough fair enough have that's you guys nice. gotten any of those scathing criticisms where someone just drag you yeah all right so what we do in those cases is we send a handwritten notes oh, from okay. the person that made the food exactly apologizing and we send it something simple Oh. Them. It happens. It's always going to happen. They will always mm-hmm. drag your brand. So I can just go and say now on no. Twitter. If it's not genuine, I wouldn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, how will you know that it's not? How do you know that so, it did not save me? And and I tasted the food that I did not like it. And I'm dragging you now on Twitter. How will you know it's not true? So this is how it is. Mm-hmm. For, every bug, for every meal that is packed, and we know exactly who packed that meal. Oh, at least okay. for now, we know yeah. And even when we, when we scale, you still know who packed a particular meal. Mm-hmm. So you trace it down to the end and you find out what happened. Most times, I'm very grateful that I have a very honest team. Okay. They tell me the truth. I think the honesty has been easy because we've all been welcoming to one another. Yeah. So they tell me exactly probably what went wrong. We fix, we apologize. But if there was no issue at all, we just tried to the customer and make them understand that we're sorry. Even though there was no issue, no, no, we don't say we are sorry. Mm-hmm. We just explain everything, and we shall find the mid- we get to find the, the middle, middle ground. ground. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. Do you guys deliver by yourselves? No, we use a partner. Okay, okay, yes. okay. Understood. Trying to sneak in business in the- <laughs> No, no, I even wanted to know, like, because I thought if you were using one, I wanted to know how, like, this Nipos thing was, um, if it was affecting you or no, it did it not. So it wasn't even going to affect us. There was a cover for food businesses, but I can't really exp- I don't even know how to explain it. Oh, I, right. didn't de- I didn't delve into it anymore. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. So you have two now, now you two businesses. I have one stream of income. <laughs> and one other one is taking. So the food business is not yet a stream of income. But right. it will be eventually. Yes, it's it true. Will. Yeah. Definitely. Because food is a big, big, big thing in this country. Mm-hmm. Very, very big. Okay, oh, so. Really. That's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, Maybe we maybe I should start my own food business. I'll come and ask for advice. Probably, but pricing is the main thing. I don't thing. know if food is anything I can ever. It just seems so hard oh. to do. I mean, except if it's something that you're passionate about, it seems like no one is passionate about anything. Uh, I was passionate about being happy and making money. Yeah, I can't <laughs> like we said that thing that is Dangote passionate about cement. And it's stuck, it's true. Who is really I mean, I passionate? Guess maybe not pa- maybe not passionate is not the word. Maybe just interested just a little yeah. like, just enough. So it's dangerous to build a career around where you're passionate sometimes because mm. it can be frustrating, particularly when there's the money aspect of it and like, okay, we're not making money and all like that. So yeah, interest is very important. Passion, I cook for passion when I host friends okay. at the house. Yeah. 
But the business part, that's why I don't really cook anymore because sometimes you're just frustrated about how things are going. Yeah. But a uh, week in, weekend out, I'm cooking for my friends at mm-hmm. home. Yeah, we could be friends. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah. Free food. Okay, so um, away from food, let's talk about money mm-hmm. and investments and um, savings and all that stuff. So can you just give us a background on calorie-wise and just, you know, just let us dive into that. Okay, so um, prior to calorie-wise, for anything like calorie-wise existed, it was quite hard for people to say, everybody says, okay, I want to invest in treasury bills, I want to invest in government bonds, I want to invest in this. So it was usually hard. First of all, you, most people never understand exactly what was happening in that space. That was the first thing. Then there was the issue of, oh, we'll use our colo box. And somehow some people said probably we just used to steal from their boxes mm-hmm. or things like that. <laughs> yes. Or put money in my account, break my ATM card, and there was no discipline. Yeah. I mean, I remember times when, like I said, I would use one particular bank that was far from where I live. But mm-hmm. when it hits you, just... You find the will. Just go there. Again. So, there wasn't that... Not everyone has that sense of discipline in their heads. Yeah. Even those that have it, at some point, they just break it. Mm-hmm. So, Kairos built around two major things. Discipline and access. Access to these high-ending instruments okay. with as little as 25 cents or, say, 100 naira. So, that was the major thing. And discipline parts that I really want to do something with my money this is what I want. Mm-hmm. I need someone that would help me with that discipline to get to that stage. And in the part of doing those two things, the discipline and access, we also found out that a lot of people still need to learn about money. So we started up a blog. And even if you visit our social media profiles, it's more about teaching people how money works. Yeah. That's what we do exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So that's... Yeah, and there's always an email from Okwe every day. <laughs> yeah, I'm pushing notifications. Yeah, I, I, got, I got, you know, I got triggered at one point. Because <laughs> I didn't have money. I was like, Okwe, leave me. I don't have money. It was, it was too much. Okay, so let's talk about uh, savings now. What are the... Because I know I used you guys and I save like... I initially tried to do saving every day. Mm-hmm. But because I get um, SMS <laughs> notifications from my bank, I realized it was costing me four naira to save every day. Mm. Oh, okay. So I had to now switch to weekly savings. So mm. at least for now, that's going well. But can you just tell, in case there is someone out there that doesn't use the app, can you just tell us a bit more about the savings that you guys do? Okay, right so there? the savings aspect of Carrise is the core of Carrise. Yeah. That was where Carrise started from. Mm-hmm. And interestingly people might not know as i was telling you before the show started was yeah. it used to be open unlocked you could just put your money today with your tomorrow and you just were like you guys don't know what you're doing <laughs> not in that sense but yeah. Yeah. if we just keep on if you just keep on reaching back to you that this is not really working for our goals and we build based on f- feedback of course you can't be based on every feedback but yeah. feedback that matters so when i made it locked and said three months six months as long as you want it to be. So the savings plan on Carrera, I start from minimum minimum of three months. I want to shop every three months with my friends on ASOS. Let me save towards it. Okay. How money together, go and buy stuff. Mm. I do that because quarterly shopping is better than spontaneous shopping for me. Mm. Sometimes mm. I'll still shop spontaneously, but yeah. it's reduced because I already know, okay, next three months, I'm going to gather my money together and, um, and I'll shop with my friends. Yeah, it makes That's sense. Perfect. Yeah. So for such disciplined goals, oh, I want to pay my rent at the end of the year, but I don't mm-hmm. want to pay the rent. I don't because most people just look for lump sums and just pay. Why don't I start paying my rent daily, weekly, mm-hmm. monthly? Yeah. 
like that. So Carabyze helps you with those options. So apart from the locked option, you now have the idea of I want to automate my savings daily, weekly, monthly. Yeah. That's possible. Or I'm a freelancer. I don't work anywhere. I don't want to automate my savings. I just want to top up randomly. That's possible also. And even if it's automated, you can always top up randomly. Those funds are then invested. The money that you save, then invested in a mix of treasury bills and government bonds. Mm. Okay. But a bulk of treasury bills. That's why our rates are derived from what you achieve, what you have in the market. Yeah. Right now, treasury rates have been... They've dropped by drop. But that's a good thing about investment. It's not about today's drop. It's about what happens in the next two years, mm. three years. Mm-hmm. Do you, th- more? Do you yeah. think it'll go up in the next two years? Because I don't know. There was a time it was about at two percent. I think about ten years ago. I'm not. I I have the graph somewhere in my head. But I can't <laughs> remember the exact year. I knew it was about two percent some time back. I don't have any. There's nobody. The thing is, is, nobody knows how to time the market. True. But what I know about the market is that time pays everybody. Mm. Well, that's that's yeah. true. And more importantly, it's not about the returns when you're just starting. It's about the discipline. Yeah. So True that's why that. I tell people that if you start, maybe you're saving hundred naira. Don't look at that. I'm just saving hundred naira. Look at the fact that. When I have a million, it's going to be easy for me to put aside 100,000 because I started with 100,000. So, discipline first. The the habits, then you now go on to. Makes sense. Makes sense. I saw that you guys just started um, the dollar mutual funds. Yeah. I wouldn't say started. I'm I'm just. Yeah, I was saying we brought it down. We dropped it from 100 to like 10. Yes, to $10. You don't know about that? Yes. Okay, wait. Before we know, before we get to the mutual funds, because that's a whole topic, Um, I use the app. So tell us the difference between, like, I noticed there's now a savings circle, which is different from the normal savings Savings. plans. Yeah. So So, what's that about? So the word circle, as it implies, is more about group savings. Oh, okay. So in three ways. The savings circle allows you to collect. We don't even call it savings circles anymore. We just call it circles. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, So, for instance, you have this podcast and you want to raise money for, say, young people who are just starting their businesses. We have circle for donations where you can accept donations. All right. Something like that you get. Then there's the circle challenges, savings challenges, where, for instance, road to 30 savings challenge. Maybe you want young people to save 30000 every month. That's possible. So everybody comes together and they challenge themselves to save a certain amount. Then at the end of the day, the amount you save that interest you earn, you withdraw it individually. Then there's collections. Okay. Collections is simply private. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's say your dad is having, or your mom, or someone in your family is having a wedding, for instance. Yeah. A wedding. And you've been taxed with, say, raising money amongst everybody for the wedding. Collections allow you to collect money oh, from okay. every other person. And the money, the difference between collection and challenges is that challenges, all of us withdraw our money individually, but collections, it all comes to you. Oh, okay. That the then we have finally experiences. Experiences are for people who sell online classes. Oh, okay. okay. Online classes, people who organize group trips. Mm-hmm. I want people to pay in bits for those services. All right. Yeah, so right. Four ways challenges, collections, experiences, donations. Right. So for Oh, okay. 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 I'm learning I'm learning that now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um okay, now let's talk about um mutual funds. Cuz I you I started my mutual fund journey with you guys and it was kind <coughs> of interesting cuz I started with uh, 5000 naira per week okay. when I was doing NYSC. Mm-hmm. But after like 3 months I realized I was actually always broke. 
because <laughs> I mean there was no income and almost the whole Alawi was going to it. But it seemed like a good investment. In fact, it was at the time. Because when I did go broke, I realized that apart from saving, you, there was there was also um, interest that was being paid. Yeah, definitely. Twice a year, if I remember correctly. It's paid. I'll explain everything to you. Okay. Before. All right. Okay. Right. So, so tell me what like mutual funds are. Cause I don't even know what they are. I don't really understand. Definitely. All oh. right. So yes, let's go into what mutual funds are. Cause people really want to know about that now. Mm. Okay. So, the word mutual is still like circles, bringing money together and all. We have an article that explains using pizza, but I will not use that. Now, let's look at it this way. There's a block of flats in, say, like yeah. 100 flats. And the entire block of flats costs 100 million. Hypothetically, you can't get a block of 100 flats by the way for Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's say it costs 100 million. Mm-hmm. So you have 100 flats. I don't have 100 million. Yeah. I probably have 500,000. Right. What mutual funds basically do is. If you have 20,000, if you have 10,000, let's gather your money together with other people. So we have that 100 million. Mm-hmm. We buy the flat on behalf of all of you. Mm-hmm. Based on what you've put in, when people pay rents on those flats, you get a, a percentage of that. Okay. So let's say people are paying rent and the rent is coming to, let's say, 20% of the entire 100 million. If I put in 50,000, of course, 50,000 divided by 100 million, I'm 20% on that. That's what I was saying. So that's basically how it works. Do you understand? So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It is basically bringing people's money together yeah. and helping them pull those funds to access high-end investments. Right. So it still goes back to what we do with our savings, basically. Yeah. There are now different types of mutual funds. There are the low-risk mutual funds, the medium-risk mutual funds, the high-risk mutual funds. Yeah. The low-risk mutual funds basically invest in secure instruments primarily the money market money market involves things like treasury bills mm-hmm. basically yeah globally they are described as the safest form so, yeah. of investment so good that when financial analysts are designing models they use something they call the risk free rate based on treasury bills the rate of the treasury bill so yeah those low risk instruments invest basically in money in the treasury bill space money market then you have the medium risk these are not Totally secure, like those ones, the treasury bills. But they're not, they're not as dangerous as stocks. Okay. Stock markets that can just go high, high to the end, drop to as, zero. They're not, they're not as volatile as that. Okay. And so good that they can be stable for years because they invest majorly in what is known as bond. Right. Bonds. Yeah. Bonds are quite similar to treasury bills, but they have a longer term. Yeah. But the good thing about mutual funds is there's no such thing as, well, the kind of mutual funds that people generally have access to. Because yeah. there are mutual funds that you can be locked for. Yeah, but these ones are not locked and they are open and you can invest in it anytime take your money out anytime the arrangements are complex at the back end but i would not like to get into that but just understand okay this Mm -hmm. is what these funds invest in yeah then you have the high risk funds that invest primarily in stocks okay Mm. they can sometimes have negative returns yes i've noticed (laughs) however some years back there were some equity mutual funds or stock mutual funds that had as high as 48% in return. 48? Yes, but you see, it's so simple. People say, oh, 48, that Wild. is serious. But I remember what I said at the beginning, that time yes. pays people. Yes. So yes. people yes. who have invested for a long time would have gained that, and they won't still be losing it now. They will stay again, and again to pick up, they will gain. And, and then, yeah. So if you were going to go for the high-risk mutual fund, which I advise for people who are 
experienced investors, you should be having you should have a five year horizon, mm. not one year, not two years. No, somebody said something. I can't remember. It was Motley Fool, and they said holding a stock for ah, I can't remember. Okay, holding a stock for one day is gambling. Yes. That means you're holding a stock for one month is speculating. Mm. Yes. Holding a stock for five years is investing. Right. Mm. And that's the truth. That's, that's me with Nestle. But if you're starting with your mutual funds, for instance, I always advise that you start with the low-risk funds. Yeah. Right. Because you can't lose anything in your capital. Yes. Yeah. Then you can take it a step further. Okay. Because I advise people to always put at least a percentage of that money in dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To go to the dollar funds. The dollar funds are medium risk, but are quite stable. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're medium risk funds. Interesting about our dollar fund is People were investing in a dollar fund ever since like August 2019, between August 2019 and we're in August, yeah? August 2020. Yes. Yeah. In Nera returns, when you convert dollars back to Nera, they gain 30%. Hmm. But who would not have done? Yeah. No one can time the market. Yes, yes, yes. No one can. What happened was Nera dropped over time. Mm. Yeah. And that contributed to the gains. Aside from the gains that were earning from the returns on yeah. the dollar. So when you say, okay, they've earned some sort of returns, you now convert That's it to Nera. It, yeah. So those things happen because people just stayed. Um, how how like how often do you get? Is it like a yearly thing? Like, is that how often you get your returns? Yeah. The returns are paid. You watch your returns accrue every single day. Okay. Every single day. So this is what I wanted to explain. So you can get a bit complex here. So I'll mm-hmm. break it down easily. Let's assume that all low risk funds are money market funds. Right. And let's assume that all money, all um, medium risk funds are bond funds. Mm-hmm. All right. So a low-risk fund, for instance, you earn returns, you see the returns coming in daily. Yes. Then you can sell your... So like I said, buying units in the fund is you investing in the fund. Selling your units is you withdrawing from the fund. Mm -hmm. So I've bought 100 units. Probably I've earned 1,000 or 10,000 within like three months. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Those That 100,000, that 10,000 earned so far, it was in the second month. And I sell them. I mean, I withdraw my money from the fund. I can't touch that returns. Right. Okay. For low risk funds, that is paid out every quarter. I've seen that I've earned that. Yes. Okay. But I'm paid okay. it at the end of the quarter. Co- it's paid to me at the end of the quarter. quarter. Do you understand? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's for the. So low- if you withdraw the money, the returns won't come to you until the quarter is over. Yes, until the quarter is over. Okay. And that will be the returns you've earned so, so far. far. Mm-hmm. So you can't yeah. earn any other further Anymore. returns. But for the medium risk funds and even the high risk funds, here's what happens. Let's imagine I have this bottle of water. We mm-hmm. have a bottle of water and an investment. Yeah. If I put 100 naira, I buy it for 100 naira. If tomorrow the bottle of water is 110 naira, yes. I've gained 10 naira. Yeah. So medium and high risk funds end from, you end returns from price changes. Yeah. So that means if I buy 100 bottles of this water at 100 naira, that's 10,000, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But if I gain 10 naira on each bottle, each bottle that's. Um, 1,000. 1, yeah. Do you understand how it works? Yes. So that means if I want to sell those bottles of water at that point in time, I'm selling that. I'm selling the ten, the the, the um, hundred of them at, at 11,000. Yes, yes. That yes. means I've gained 1,000. Yes. Do you understand, you understand the difference? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If you're selling your units in a medium risk fund, you're you getting the returns immediately. Okay. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah. However, you can choose to leave your investment in the medium risk fund, like your dollar fund. Yes. And the investor themselves will now pay you the returns at the set date. Oh, okay. Why that is better is if you are selling your units, instead of waiting for them to pay you the returns, you're bringing out your entire money. Yeah. But if they're the ones paying you the money themselves, they just take out the returns that you've earned so far 
and they pay you and your investment is still there. It's still there. Okay, fair enough. The thing is, because I um I was telling you earlier that I sold my funds this corona period Mm because money was tight. But I noticed that I still got paid my uh interest. That's the money market fund. Yeah, the money market fund. So that one was quite good. I personally liked the fact that I had my cake and ate it. (laughs) Because I sold it just in time and I still made that. So that that's something that was quite interesting. I noticed also on the um when you're signing up for investments, right? They there's this stuff that you guys have where they they measure your risk and then they tell you what kind of an investor. So I noticed uh, they said I was aggressive. So yeah. can you explain why like the gap? Is it the same thing as you said with the maybe because yes. I'm more interested in stocks as opposed exactly. to exactly. So we because truth is you have to help people yeah understand certain things. Some people see probably a stock fund at any forty percent. I was gonna put that money, into, but it might not be fit for them. It's just like relationships, just like finding love anywhere also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've seen someone that okay, the person looks so good, but it doesn't mean they're fit for you, right? <laughs> so they are like. Personality types, and if just you have personality types that match, you also have investment types that match with you. Yes. So we try as much as possible to help guide people to what is tailored for them. Mm-hmm. To understand. Right. So yeah. That. Okay. Okay. Um, so when you put money like in a mutual fund, like let's say I put like um ten thousand now, and tomorrow I get like twenty k from somewhere, can I top it up? Yes, you can. You can. Mm-hmm. That's the good thing. Like, it's an open. All the mutual funds on carers are open ended. Mm-hmm. You can always put in money, take out money, put in money, take out money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. That's fair. Okay. I noticed there was also the halal fund. Can you tell us what that one is? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I can. The Lotus Halal Fund. I believe. Yes. Yes. So the halal fund is people have um, various ethics. Yeah. Some people don't want their money to go into companies or businesses that say, for instance make guns okay or the business that make beer mm-hmm. yes so with the halal fund it's easy for people who have various ethical reservations to still invest for instance also muslims will say i don't want to earn returns so this so i don't want to earn interest it's very between interest and returns yes so interest is hey please borrow me 100k i'll pay you back 10 percent. you don't know what i'm which is the money for that's interest but returns is Please give me hundred k. I want to buy goods from Dubai. This is how much I will make. This is how much percentage I will give you. Mm. There's a clarity of what I'm using the money to do. Yes. So halal funds work in line with all those okay. rules, the okay. ethics yes. of that's it. Nice. You get. So that's how. Right. So the halal funds are quite. They're very similar to say funds in line with social responsibility, like green bonds. Right. You say, okay, I don't yeah. want to. Inv- I want to invest in companies that do not affect the. At the environment, mm-hmm. okay. things that you have like personal to you. Yeah, that's how I love them. So. Okay, fair. Because I remember, awesome. I remember growing up, my dad always told me that for all his investments, he would never put money into breweries or into um, beverage companies and all that because so he doesn't believe. Don't, don't. So is that kind of yes. selective? Okay, okay. So that means there's a there's a fund for everybody in, in that sense. Every- that's awesome. Exactly, and that's why we also made it possible for. For everyone, because at first when we started, for the dollar fund, for instance, it was $100. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, to be honest, it came from, the average outside was $1,000. Oh, okay. So we brought it down to $100. 
and I've brought it further down to ten dollars. Yes, which yes. is fantastic news. Yeah, right? it took me three months to start the hundred dollar one because <laughs> that thing was high. It was um, high. So you advise that if someone is to do like a mutual fund, it's better to just do it knowing that you won't do like long term. Yes. However, the money market mutual funds are great for emergency funds. Okay. Even the emergency fund plan on CarryWise yes. is built around money markets. So oh, the money right. put in is invested in money markets. Oh, okay. Right. Money market mutual funds. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's okay. fair enough. I mean, I mean, that's a good way of breaking down the whole mutual fund. Yeah, I think I, I have like, a better understanding. Yeah, and is there a minimum I now? I didn't really know what it was about. I mean, I think I tried to Google it, but like I wasn't really like understanding. Uh, that means we need to do better of pushing an article so that you can see it <laughs> in Google because... If you read the article, there's no how you would read it. Yeah, basically with pizza. Yes, I remember seeing that pizza video where you broke it down into yes. slices mm. for everybody. That one made sense. That one made sense. So that's basically what the mutual fund is. Okay, okay. Yeah. So for you guys that have been asking, you have an official answer now. Um, okay, so in terms of um, investments now, what do, as you know, as a company that deals with you know, youth and all that. What sorts of patterns do you see with us? Are mm. we like savvy? Are we more inclined to save or more inclined to buy for impulsive? Are we, we like how often do we break our savings plans and all those kind of yeah. things? And do we like pay more at because I know some people might see like a high percentage and just immediately like just jump yeah. at it without really doing any research. Do you notice that a lot as a like a thing among Yeah, human yeah. means tend to push for the higher returns. And this is not even just particular to carry or it's particular mm-hmm. to everybody around the world. But what we've tried to help people understand is before the returns, it's more about what's your money going into, how safe is it put your money in. So yeah, there's that pattern of people jumping at higher returns. That's number one. Then there's the issue of <laughs> the truth is young people want to save, mm-hmm. preferably for starting a business that's the number one thing a lot of oh young people I want to start a business i want to run these i want to run that that's that's very very top notch amongst their entire desires then people want to escape in the sense of a jackpot movement yeah. oh okay in okay nigeria Canada. And, yeah. yes and, and <laughs> things like that but business basically that's the major thing people want well, to save oh, okay so most of us are saving towards businesses who knew like that's that's an interesting thing. Okay, um, so let's see. Now, in terms of financial literacy, like how how are you guys trying to address that? Because I noticed that for a lot of people, our age, we've not been taught a lot of stuff about money, the basics, taxes, investments, returns, all the stuff you just said. Like, as a company that is trying to address, you know, the whole money thing, youth. Mm-hmm. How, what have you guys seen that you could? say help us with or what are the things that you've noticed people are lacking generally in terms of knowledge or money so like you said when you google up things for instance on money yeah you see a lot of complex things online people don't really understand what they're seeing online mm-hmm. the reason why i have a little bit of understanding that helped me here i started economics okay so very interesting behavioral finance so like i have the theories and all and everything <laughs> and also when you search you hardly see anything for nigerians there's hardly anything that explains all this concept in nigerian aspect so what we try to do is first of all set up a blog that speaks human language mm-hmm. when okay. talking about money yeah. not, not some alien calculator language yeah, yeah. So human language 
spending money in human language, then we tend to have interactive sessions. Say for the lockdown that happened, we used to host events where people come together and we teach them. We had, it was called Simplified by Carrywise. Mm. Okay. Teach people about money. This time we were even going around the country. We visited about um, three states talking okay. about money, teaching people how money works in the simplest form and terms. Then we also host like three chats, live chats, mm. just about money. Okay. So in essence, the overall drive is to ensure that even a 10-year-old mm-hmm. would be able to understand how money works. Right. You guys are doing great. Um, do you um, also like target like um, the young, like the really young, like the secondary school ones and the university? Because I feel like if people were more aware of money like early, then they'll be more... Um, yeah, they'll, they'll be more, more financially, want, yeah, yeah, more, more smart savvy. with it. Like, because I feel like I wish, like, I learned a lot of the things that I know now, like, when I was in secondary, secondary school. school. Like, that. I feel like it would have definitely gone a long way. Mm-hmm. So, is that something that you guys, like, do or is um try- and trying to, like, target, like, those really, like, the baby? Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to, we have a lot of work in the pipeline, works in mm. the pipeline. Okay. And we're looking even as far as, um say, the six-year-old, mm, right? That far, yeah. And see how we can help them understand money better. Mm-hmm. But for the secondary school students and university students, we have an ambassador structure. Okay. That okay. And people can always reach out to us on our social media. Carrywise talk about the ambassador structure. Okay. The one. Mm-hmm. We also had partnership with ISEC. I don't even know ISEC is mm, a student no. body, volunteer body. Okay. They also so what they do is they have like. A spread of um, a, ne- a network spread across campuses. Mm-hmm. So through that network, we've been able to interact with a lot of students, teach mm-hmm. them about money, and there's something called the Global Money Week that brings together university students and secondary school students, okay. where we go also to teach about money. So it has been with ISEC, our ambassadors, we're making a drive, which we plan to intensify more, so that more a lot of younger people can understand how. Money can be quite complex, to be honest. Yes, money, it can. Like, can be quite complex. So like you sure. said, how there's, um, what's it called, calculator language and all yes. that confusing stuff. Yeah. Yes. So it's something that I noticed that most of us don't know. Because I remember I didn't really grasp money until I read that Rich Dad Poor Dad book. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people slandered the book and said, you know, it oversimplifies. But that was the first stage that I was able to understand basic investment concepts and all that okay so you mentioned this ambassador role now because i i remember i went to landmark cinema once and i saw this girl that had a carry wise shirt that just said ambassador <laughs> so can you like explain that a bit more for us yeah so our ambassador network is beyond the fact of oh i'm an ambassador just by the top and everything is mm-hmm. building a crop of people who have interest in growth marketing okay so it's a mutually beneficial arrangement where we train you on growth marketing. We help you build and hone those skills properly. In turn, you work with the brand to drive growth at the grassroots level. So ambas- the growth ambassadors have their own special welcome packages, their own referral bonuses, and a couple of other packs okay. that come with it also. There was a time we had um, our office open to them before the lockdown. You could come, you could walk from the office, you mm. could swim, you could do anything. And just, you guys have wow. a pool at your office. <laughs> now, so wow. How, how, do you, how do you become an ambassador? Well, it was, so that was open for the two types of ambassadors. The corporate okay. ambassador and the, the corporate ambassador guys hardly ever come around. Mm. So corporate ambassadors are like, 
linkpins in their offices all right so they can organize my mini events in the offices we'll partner with those events probably just send someone down send some swags tops yeah. okay talk about it you get while the campus ambassadors days is quite rigorous you apply take a search, short test do some tasks but none of those tasks will be related to benefiting us at that moment because you don't want people to think that you're taking advantage okay. of them yeah. yeah of them at that point in time. so that's that's how we go about it so yeah. if you if they want to apply they just need to reach out to us on carrot.com so uh, on twitter or on instagram mm-hmm. just message it. Right, so is there like a criteria can anybody like become an ambassador oh there's a lot there's a, there's a very long criteria oh no oh, um, okay and you won't know that until you actually no, so decide it's not like when i say long criteria it's not as if it's very burdensome it's just that yeah we want to be sure that you want it mm-hmm. and okay you can deliver oh okay yes. okay fair enough so okay. if you guys if you guys are interested in being even that goes for the corporate one as yes well. the corporate one. so if you're interested in being a corporate ambassador then i feel like i should have applied i didn't know about yeah we it. had something for nyc ah yes we have the core but that still comes on our campus but usually the campus guys that go into become all oh, right right, right. Oh, okay fair enough um the one other thing that i think i noticed that you guys do is that you guys allow people that are abroad to sign up and also register and be part of the yeah app and everything so they can also save in like whatever currency no currently mm. so i might talk about that when you get to your further questions um, okay there's a very very heavy load of regulation mm. right on the back end mm. and what you just see at carrice is the simplest form of any form of commercial regulation that you would ever have to walk through yeah the dollar the mutual funds everything there's so many of those things we have to just walk through and make sure we simplify as possible so now due to some regulatory issues it's quite impossible for you to invest with mm. your foreign uh, currencies right. of course there are going to be ways around it in the yeah. next future you can count on us to make that possible yeah i can actually yeah. <laughs> okay, okay okay that's fair because i noticed that um i tried to get some people to sign up like my brother for instance in canada to sign up but it was there was no means of doing any of the transfers and stuff he had to have his naira account set up Already, and yeah. then do all that if so, he had a BVN before he left the country, yeah, he'll be able to actually invest. Right, right, so right. So through right. transferwise to your car, you know, your car right now the digital wallet called right. Stash. Okay, yes, you can see yes. Money, so you can transfer from anywhere into the wallet and just fund any of your plans. All right, but you must have a BVN. Oh, I see. Okay, mm-hmm. so see. like you can you can transfer like in the currency that you're yes. using to transfer yeah. and change into the. Yeah, but What's, what's what's going to be sustainable at the end of the day yeah would we align people to invest with whatever, whatever. Currency? because the big dream yeah is say i mean tanzania i want to invest in nigeria mutual funds i should be able to invest in nigeria mutual funds true mm-hmm. that's true i mean nigeria i want to invest in tanzania mutual funds i should be able to an entire system that allows people to access investment opportunities across africa that's the dream awesome mm, true that, that that sounds like a big deal okay so i was looking at the um investment options right are we to expect maybe some more varied investments in the future because you know for now we're just we have the mutual funds which have been diversified but do we are we to expect more or is there are there other things that we might say are coming because for instance say 
there are five types of mutual funds. If I've bought into all five, for instance, are there more options on investments <coughs> that I can be expecting in the future? Okay. We have a guiding principle. Okay. Regulation first. Right. That matters to us. In fact, not to like tout our own so much, we're the first fintech brand to introduce the trustee structure to the space. Every other fintech that tried it was after us. Right. So the trustee structure for investment firms simply means, I'm telling you that I want to invest your money in treasury bills, for instance. How are you sure I'm going to actually invest your money in treasury bills? What are going to say some other risky assets? With trustee partnership, there's something called a deed, an investment deed, that mandates how I invest that money. And a trustee, who is like the big brother, mm-hmm. yeah, which is regulated by another bigger brother called the SEC. Yeah. And shares SEC is like the CBN in the investment space. Right. Yeah. So ensure that I actually invest money rightly in that in that described item that you invest the money. So okay. that entire arrangement used to exist with traditional things, but Carrot brought it into to the, the fintech, fintech space. space. Okay. So the reason why we have just mutual funds and why we're not bringing any other options is that really taking investment options that are regulated by the SEC. Okay. So that way, we're sure that we're not exposing our users to any form of risk. Right. Mm, I have a question, but I think we'll talk about that off record because I want to know more about the... um. There is now a rising agri sector. But it, so this does, not, this does not mean that other investment options are illegitimate. Oh, no, no, I understand. Yeah, I understand. It just means that based on our deed and what we've set out to do, we can't take what is not yet approved by the SEC. SEC, okay. Although the SEC is working closely with, so it's key to know that, that the SEC is working closely with the agri firms yes. to create a structure that would make them more, that would put them on a sort of regulatory watch. Right, yeah. right. Because they are still regulated in one way or the other, but we still want extra. So it doesn't mean that we're not... Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. So some somewhere, yeah. sometime, eventually... Something. I'm not talking about. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying that eventually in the mm. future something might. As regulation allows. Yes, exactly. As regulations allow. Okay, that's fair enough. Okay. Um, what about um, in cases where people want to say instantly liquidate their uh, dollar funds? Now, is that also an option you guys do, or is there like a situation whereby you wait maybe two, three, four days before you get the money? For the dollar fund, is it instantly like can I instantly sell today and get my money today? Presently, it takes 24 to 48 working hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. like I mentioned, there's a lot of back end regulation and bombs that yeah. we have to so, but we are working to smoothing things out. And hopefully, I know it's possible. Like, I'm not even doubting that it's 100% possible for us to get instant settlement very soon. But for now, it's 24 to 48 working hours. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, there was a question someone asked me yesterday. Uh, he was trying to sign up to the dollar fund, but he wanted to know, like, when you're given the money, is it then, do you serve as an intermediary between our funds and these markets, or do you have in-house traders that work on these markets? No, we don't have in-house traders. Right. We don't even trade. Okay, we trade, basically, because buying and selling of anything is... Yeah, it's trade, yeah. It's trade. However, what we do is that we've partnered with top fund managers right. across the country. So we have currently 13 mutual funds out of about, I think, 96 or 100 mutual funds in Nigeria. Wow. Yeah, so 13 of them. And what we do is we let the fund managers do that work. Okay manage the funds while we help you get 
help more customers invest in the fund. Okay. If you're investing directly from the fund managers, you have to check some emails, you have to do these fill some form, but with us just a few clicks. So what we do is we aggregate the money and the fund managers invest, help invest the money. Oh, so for okay. instance, the dollar fund is managed by United Capital, yeah. the sister company to United Bank, UBA. UBA. You get so that's just it. We do not manage the funds. Okay, to. fair enough. It's also fair to mention that on the app as well, you guys have explained all that. So each mutual yeah. fund yes, is also explained there, properly explained along with historical performances of the particular fund. Okay, well, I think that that was fantastic. Thank you so much. So you've run us through Kauri Wise and all that. Okay, let, let's go away from Kauri Wise now. As a fintech, because mm-hmm. as podcasters, we always complain with our fellow podcasters about all the things that we face in Nigeria. For instance, light, equipment, mm-hmm. getting people to come and all that kind of thing. As a fintech space, what do you guys face that we, the um, masses, don't see? Because all the time, we just complain that, oh, Nigerian fintechs, Nigerian fintechs, but what are the things that you guys are facing that we are not seeing? There's so many regulatory hurdles. Right. So many regulatory hurdles. Now, these hurdles are not necessarily the enemy in the sense that they are actually designed by the regulators to protect the consumers. However, they can be so stringent and affect how you implement certain things. So people are going through and like, oh, why is this thing so tacky? Why is this process taking so long? And they don't understand that actually that's what the law says we have to do for you. Right. right. So what we continually do as providers is to sit with the regulators at high levels and consistently have negotiations to show that we're not going to mess up the consumers and at the same time we're not going to tamper with the quality that we want to offer them so it's a continuous process of us trying to sit with these regulators to make sure they start but people don't see that they just see no why is this happening oh my god and like, but it's fine actually mm-hmm. it's fine because i know as a user we don't most of us don't really care we just want to get what we want because you know there's a fintech that is offering it exactly but we never really worry about all the all the stuff there was something you mentioned that really struck me though the um the regulation thing the trustee thing that you said you guys pioneered so because i always thought that okay say for instance if i wanted to start my own fintech right i always thought that oh i can just tell people that okay maybe i want to invest their money in maybe dollar um, mutual funds and then i when they give me the money put it in maybe something more risky and then maybe dollar mutual funds are making maybe five percent and then i just put the money in something that give me six percent take the extra one percent off and give it back to people so what you're saying now is that all those things based on this trusteeship is not happening anymore yeah so it helps with accountability if you want to really do that for people Tell them you're going to do that. That's what the trustee just asks. It's, the trustee doesn't say, don't put the money in dollar form. They're saying, if you're going to put the money there, state from the beginning that at some point, I might put your money in this, I might put your money in that. Oh, don't right. lie to people right. about this. So prior to that, <laughs> I think a lot of people are lying. Just, they, might not have, they may not have been lying, but there was no way to say so, that yeah. they were not lying. But with the whole trusted structure is easy for you to tell who is lying and who's actually investing your money right 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 okay that's fair i mean now that we've spoken with you i feel a lot more confident about my money with you guys <laughs> and i i honestly unbiased though i've really enjoyed my experience like i said this was the first fintech app i used when i returned to nigeria mm-hmm. and i have no regrets since january 2018 it's been fantastic so i mean I hope our listeners from this would have learned a little bit more about the 
you know, fintech space and about investments in general. Right. I have a question. What is one thing that you have learned about money that a lot of people don't learn? I just mean money in general. Okay. Um, I've learned a couple of things, actually. Mm, please so, share. Yeah. So, um, as Africans, we talk about black tax a lot. Many of us might not experience it given our upbringing, but if you're an African that probably has a family that is very, very dependent on you, you're going to find yourself paying a lot of black tax. Mm. School fees, sending money home, produce for that, and all like that. As beautiful as it is for you to be able to send money home, mm. it's not sustainable. We're just going to build a cycle of dependency. So one thing I learned that was from the team was learning to help whoever is dependent on you build their own income sources. Right. So they're always asking for money. Fine, no problem. But try as much as possible to help them build an income source. Mm. It doesn't mean they'll stop asking for money. If they're asking you for 100 naira before, it will drop to at least 40 naira or to drop to 20 naira. So mm. at least there's a lesser level of dependence on you. It might even drop to zero naira. Another thing I learned, this one was from a podcast a friend shared with me. You need a budget. That's the name of the podcast. And it talked about building micro habits with right. budgeting. Most times, a lot of us try to budget for one month, for two months, for three months, for one. He said, no, don't try that. Just try to budget for the next 24 hours. Okay. Right. And build from there. Right. Okay. 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 But for this 24 hours, probably next to, tomorrow you forget. Try budget again for another 24 hours. So master the art of budgeting for 24 hours first before mm. you start doing two days straight. Before you start mm. doing mm. three days straight for that in one plus. You start from one just one little step. That's great advice. It is. Because I feel like when people want to start, when people want to start taking, I guess, their financial situation seriously, they always like try, I mean, at least I can speak from experience, always just try to you know just do it all at once mm-hmm. you want to do all the budgeting you want to do all the saving you want to do all the investing and at the end of the day sometimes it's not always sustainable because maybe you get tired or things come exactly. up or mm-hmm. things that you didn't really plan and then you're like what's the point mm-hmm. if all the things are budgeted for something yeah. has just come up my tire just blew in like the last 24 exactly. hours True. those kind of things i i feel like that is amazing advice actually True. five star yeah, I, the, the first one, the first one you said reminds me a lot of that teach a man how to fish instead of mm. giving him fish. Yeah, it's very necessary. So, if, if, mm, black tax is also something that I guess we don't really consider enough of. Because yeah. I remember I was uh, listening to, there was a man I was listening to and he was talking about how he all of a sudden realized that his family members saw him as another means of income. Yeah, and then he, he then to, took, he decided, oh. he took like a year not to give anybody money he realized nobody died and since then he just stopped giving them money because <laughs> it was like people just sort of knew that oh this uncle will send me fifteen thousand at the end mm-hmm. of the month it doesn't matter if i have a job or not let me just wait but then he was like you know what no he held on to it realized that oh they complain complain but nobody actually died everybody moved Everybody's on so fine. yeah that's actually fantastic advice and that 24 hours one so i that that, that one speaks to me because i never meet my monthly budgets it has never worked for me. So it's I'm like working out also. Instead of trying to do a one hour workout, start with five minutes. Yeah, start. right. So you start small. Sure. I really, really yeah. love that. Yeah. Like for real. Like I 
honestly love that because anytime you hear people tell you about budgeting they always you know just say oh start a budget you know keep a budget <laughs> and you're thinking like oh okay for a month but the reality of it is that especially when you're just starting out and you're trying to really like put your your saving like your your spending on check it's not always like you know you're trying to keep you on check and so it's not always like easy like because you you i don't know you don't already really have that discipline like that it's not very like strong already so it's very easy for you to just get carried away over like you know other things or even just get like frustrated because the first time you tried to budget it didn't work mm-hmm. so saying that like 24 hours i've never heard that from anybody before mm. but it makes sense because it, it, it really does make sense it's just that, like you know because you, you don't hear people like saying it so much you think maybe you're doing it wrong yeah true and all yeah, of us i love that like I love that. for me i'm going to adopt that and an easier way to make it happen is to like have an accountability partner Oh shit, I was meant to mention that. I do that every episode, sorry. So I actually wrote this one down. Um, nothing is too little to start saving with. So yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the one for this week. Yeah, so have an accountability partner. Yeah. There'll be fights. Mm. <laughs> True. There'll be fights. There'll be secrets at some point. But gradually, you guys will help yourselves. Mm. Just make it... Preferably, if you're dating, it even helps building transparency better. So when you go out on your regular dates, just pick out one of the dates to discuss money. Money, right? Give yourself challenges. Oh, that's good. Let's do twenty-four hour budget. Let's see how we all do. How we both do it. it. Mm. I make it very simple. Probably meet at your house, cook, mm. and right. Go. Make it fun. Yeah, true. But don't true, go out. True. You can go out, but honestly, be just don't spend. Too yeah, much. follow that idea of money and all that. So yeah, that's one way to burn better mm. because. One thing that people don't really talk about together, particularly for people who date, is money. Money, yeah. yeah. So that's one way to bond better. Money yeah, better. true. Especially in an environment where we're all secretive about how yeah. much we make, and, and, and all that's that one stuff. of the that's always one of the things that if you are not, in fact, if you ask, if you probably pull a lot of um marriages that have failed, money is definitely yeah a huge factor. It's in, in a lot of, of <laughs> it's true. No, it's, it's true. true. Because it starts with maybe people not being honest about uh, yeah, how, certain things, usually how, how much money they is make. being spent on certain things. You know, it starts from there. It starts from no, that transparency is not there. And when there is no transparency, money, money can money can cause problems. Yeah, exactly, it can, can cause serious problems, serious ones. It can actually cause problems. Yeah. I agree. Ah, man. So, um, hopefully, you guys have learned something new. So I this have. was. In all fairness, this is a lesson in um, perseverance because, as you guys know, Dolly and I have been trying to get this to happen for yeah, a very long well. time, and it has happened. So all of a sudden, all the failures, <laughs> all the failures don't matter it after this. So yeah, this is a lesson in life as well. So yeah, hopefully you guys have learned about you know mutual funds, savings, dollar, naira, and how difficult the back end of fintechs can actually be. So stop dragging them publicly. And oh no, please drag us actually. Oh, okay. okay now. You guys like the feedback. Eh? Drag us. Yeah. yeah, the feedback actually matters. Okay, okay. So, dragging does not mean making noise, it means coming out to say important things. Constructive criticism. That would help. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. And it's easy to just send a DM than to just go online sometimes. You know, it's so bad sometimes. People would even say, for instance, on Twitter, they spell the brown brand name wrongly. Yeah. And they expect you to kind of see it, which we would always see. 
Right. We know all the possible wrong spellings of Gary Rice <laughs> and we'll find it. <laughs> because it helps us actually track customers and meet yeah. them at that point. Yeah. But it's easier for you to just send a DM. Just say, hi, I think I noticed this. I think people have been so traumatized by Nigerian banks. Yes, that like we, once it comes to fintech, so that. we just yes. don't. Look at some, a, a certain bank. I won't drag them. Yeah, I, feel that I feel like doing it because <laughs> I hate them so much. <laughs> you send them a DM, they won't reply you. About an urgent issue, they're not replying you like a week later when, <laughs> when the, when the, the matter is gone. already like you. Know, and let me tell you the crazy thing. The matter might not even have been solved by that one week time. And that, that Usually yeah. it hasn't. I remember though, there was my a time. took one year to reply me. One <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, say we're working on your, we're working I'll on switch, your, this thing. I've switched banks and the one I'm currently with is. They're good, right? Because I'm going to ask you this bank after. Yeah, off record. No, to be fair, me, I've not really had anybody experiences with Nigerian banks. But I mean, also, I remember there was a time I DM'd you guys to complain about something, and you guys actually answered. So that was yeah. that was quite impressive. We have to because we're we're transitioning from from uh, an era where we're just about money, and you could win the game with money. Mm-hmm. But now it just takes a tweet to drag your brand and bring your brand down. Oh, that's so you true. Have to take customers as serious as possible if you want to. So it's like even the biggest banks, even though they're taking one year to. <laughs> They're actually trying to invest more in social media marketing, in retention activities like talking to customers and doing better with the customers. The customers mm. are very important. Mm. True. Okay. True. Like that bank recently that had to, you know, return the money they took. <laughs> that bank. But anyways, um, thank you. This has been so much fun. <laughs> thank you. Thank so you. We're really, really, really happy that you were able to come. Um, yes. So normally we um give our listeners a song recommendation at the end of every episode. Do you have one? What I kind of music varied. do you listen to? Oh, man. What, what has been in, what has the one that, what's the one that you have been listening to like quite often recently? Okay, so, of course, I was listening to Twilight Stall, but I'm not, oh, okay. okay. I haven't, I haven't listened to the album. Mm. But I do a lot of 21 Pilots. Oh, um, okay. That's different. Chainsmokers. Yeah, Chainsmokers are good. Mm-hmm. But, preferably, let's come home, man. Let's tell them <laughs> to, so, if you're in a relationship, can't listen to, <laughs> Probably adequately goes. Okay. New album. Oh, okay. And yeah, that's on my to do list. I hear yeah, it's good. New album. But to be honest, everybody should listen to Avicii. Ah. Avicii? Yes. Avicii is gone now, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I but. So. I, no, I know. Like, I'm just, I, 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 I remember, like, yeah. you know, I remember that. That is a. Don't wake me up when it's over. When, do you know? Am I am yeah. I getting the person yeah, that's, yeah. that's yes. Avicii, right? Yes. Don't wake me up. Yeah. Not necessarily. There are many people, but um, let me. Look, I need to pick a. Let me pick a particular song that pick I think you should listen to. We had this music playlist that we made. Hmm. Office sounds fun to work in my Yeah, it does. It sounds fun. All this <laughs> new age. Fit. Do you guys yes. have to wear suits on time? No, I dress like suits. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Dolly, to I don't think it's the way it's suit to work. We're all confused and we're like, wow. <laughs> What's going on? Was going, he, he, is that a problem? He looks so awkward in Because <laughs> you know, the good thing about Kairos is at the core of Kairos, at the base of the handling of Kairos, a lot of us are from the financial background. Right. So we're financed at MedTech. Mm. Oh, okay. He's still economics. And he was a top financial analyst from Maristem to Vertiva to Shell. 
Ooh. So he so yeah, he really was it. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, um what song do I pick out of this my so long list of that always happens. Songs. Yes. So many options, less choice. Okay, while you, while they're both thinking, guys, don't forget check out our Instagram. We have dropped a couple videos that you guys would love yeah, and follow us on all socials. Yeah, Dolly, yeah, we're dropping a couple more in a bit. Mm-hmm. While they're thinking, my song recommendation is Hundred Million Dollars by Bedman. It's a classic. I don't know if you guys remember it, but yeah, is it? But Hundred Million Dollars. Okay, million. this song by Rihanna. I play it when people owe me money. <laughs> I think I know this song. Yeah, I can't use the first words. Better yeah. have my money. Yes, Bitch, I know that better song. Better have my yeah. money. Let me just put it. Let me say yes. for you. Yes, <laughs> this is. Okay. All right. Um, What's yours? I would. I've recommended this before, but just in line with the whole money talk, I would okay. say "Money" by Cardi B. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, this is my song. Um, "Money Slow to Enter," "Money." Oh yeah, "Money Quick." To, oh yeah, that's like a nice it. song. That's a very nice song. Uh, yeah. So that's our offering for today. Thank you guys so it's much. Offering. And I's offering now. I'm trying to become more so I can wear suits to work. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So thank you so much, Ferrami. We really, we and our listeners really appreciate it. Sorry that it took you so, guys so this long. Oh, Sorry, you guys have okay. got an apology on record. We move. <laughs> we move. All right. Thank, thank you. you so much. All right. Thank see you guys you. next thank week. You. Bye. Bye.